0: Yo, this is Denzel Curry. You're now in tune to the Yada Yada Podcast. I'll get out.
1: What's your Yada Yada over the Best part. Best part. Best part.
0: Most dangerous podcast is back in your speakers, your computers, your headphones. We are back, bitch. It's the yada yada podcast. Yeah, we
1: got scraps today.
0: That's what I'm saying, man. Two pistols. One pistol, Joey.
1: Everybody ready today? Pistol Joey, and back in full effect. Hey, pistol, Joey. <laughs> hey, pistol was Joey? It Joey, two times.
0: Yeah, Joey, two pistols last time. Okay, I key? got
1: the pistol now, though.
0: Right now, we even.
1: It's pistol Paul in this motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can call me PP. <laughs> 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 yeah baby we back man another episode of yada yada podcast the what kid the Joe fuck Cornejo. yo
1: oh look <laughs> yeah well, you gotta start it over you gotta start it over we baby. already
0: started baby we here we live in effect who are you i'm black Ivy. aka pp <laughs> <laughs> ah feels good to be back on the podcast man we've done a lot of good shit since the last time we've been here yes we have in case you guys don't know we put together a virtual showcase we'll give us a round of applause we did that high five
1: Oh, that was a good that legitimate a good, did high look, five. Did you look at the elbow. No, I didn't.
0: Even better. That I mean, means
1: it was meant to be. We're in sync.
0: Exactly. It's just that kind of day, man. It's a beautiful Sunday outside. We've had a great couple of weeks, man. We finally accomplished the showcase. And let me tell you, man, that was a huge relief off our shoulders.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: Because I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, man. There was a, a brief moment right in the beginning there. We thought we were about to have an, another mishap.
1: We we had a good team.
0: We did. The team a, came. A together. lot
1: could have went wrong, but it didn't. Boy,
0: and you know. Y'all don't even know how close we were to everything going wrong. Yeah,
1: we got that mug off.
0: Right, in perfect timing, too.
1: Shout out all the artists, too. Shout out, yeah. Everybody showing love. It wouldn't have been
0: possible without them. Wouldn't yeah. be possible without Dom Kronkos being the DJ. Wouldn't be possible without the crew we have behind the scenes. Squad, a round of applause for them. Round of applause. We would shout them out, but they don't like. he don't like the attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you know, you know. Facts. But it was beautiful, man. It was a beautiful thing. I was glad we could do it. For Kansas City.
1: What was your favorite moment from the showcast?
0: My favorite moment? Shit. Dom's whole set was probably my favorite moment. Yeah,
1: Dom's really cute. Dom just came
0: with the stage presence. And he was, like, looking at the cameras and shit. He had the eyes, like,
1: back to the Matrix. Wake (laughs) up. Hop up out the bed by 7. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's my dog. (laughs) That's my dog, no. He killed it.
0: Like, there was before, I think before he did uh, 412, like, like he backed up on the mic, did a little spin, and then right, right when he came back around, the beat came back, drops, and he was ready to perform. I'm like, oh, Dom's just ready. Dom was just there.
1: He's been practicing his whole life, I think.
0: He was practicing that whole day. Yeah, it was serious. <laughs> <laughs> it was dope. I mean, it paid off.
1: I was with him the day before. He was like, oh, shit, I should probably <laughs> practice for the showcase.
0: I do got a big show tomorrow.
1: Yeah, he killed that shit.
0: But it was dope, man, because everybody came. Everybody was motivated. Everybody was hyped for it. Yeah, you could tell the energy was different this time around. It was a real everybody was determined.
1: It was good yada yada vibes. It yeah. was like reminiscent of like the first showcase, mm-hmm. like that same kind of energy and like, yeah. except we was more like, LeBron Game Six.
0: We had that look in our eyes. When yeah. had like, like when he had that when he played the Celtics, and he said, "All right, I'm about to do this it's shit right time. now." Yeah, we done playing. Aww. We done playing. We here.
1: But yeah, my favorite moment was a uh, Zef. That he, was dope. The, he performed. Uh, damn, I forgot the name. Oh, that one with him and the and one, yeah, the one with him and Shona. Yeah, and the yeah. samples,
0: of my, uh, "Devil in New Dress." And I,
1: yeah, I didn't know that he was gonna do it, and I forgot everything I was supposed to say. Like after that, <laughs> I, I remember screaming "fuck" hell aloud, and I was just like, "Oh my god, my mic's on." <laughs> I, yeah, I had a, <laughs> I had a fan moment, or no, the mic wasn't even on.
0: Thankfully, like I think it, you had it on mute. It was
1: still loud though. Like it was loud enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so like you can still hear it in the video. I, it was uh like after he got done, like everybody was just like, Yeah, applaud him. And then it got quiet and he was walking off stage. I go, We love you, Zeph <laughs> He just like gave me a look like thanks. <laughs>
1: I think we just <laughs> we make <it laughs> we make shit awkward for Z. <laughs> but he handles it well. He does. I'm trying to hoop with that nigga. Him and Dame, I still ain't hoop with Dame yet. The
0: South Side yeah. star. Yeah. The South side superstar. It's coming soon.
1: I gotta text him.
0: Is Dame week. ready for the buckets? I mean, probably, he a hooper. But are you a hooper,
1: Joe? You can never be me.
0: You talk about how you a hooper, but I've never actually seen proof.
1: We got. We could play after the pod today.
0: We can do whatever we want, man. The world is in our hands.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: But hey, y'all, I'm telling you, we we already trying to put together the next showcase, and if everything goes well, because it's everything that we want to do is well within reach, and we could definitely make it happen. We just gotta get the logistics ironed out, and if it all goes well, it's gonna be a big one.
1: Yeah, we about to change the trajectory of this shit oh yeah i got that off fucking bomb for me yes that's right (laughs) big words (laughs) all day i do this bro i definitely thought i was gonna fuck that shit (laughs) up but but we good but yeah yeah, bro the showcase this next showcase about to be crazy we got
0: the idea we got some names floating around that we want to bring together for the for the show and we just need we just get if we can get this one artist to confirm it we can easily get the other artists that we want to get on the showcase to do it and if we bring it all together it's gonna be a beautiful thing if y'all thought the first two were great we keep raising the bar with the next one. Yeah, keep leveling up. That's the beautiful thing about it, though, because we always, we could tell, like, the first one was dope, but then the second one was just, like, we had to do it in a different way, present in a different way, and us having to do that was allowed, allowed us to roll it out in a more unique way to make it, you know, to make it what it was, to make it special. Hell yeah, we
1: had to adapt. Yeah. And just make it happen. Mm-hmm.
0: And we did, we did that shit. We did that shit. So I'm damn proud of that. I'm damn proud of it. It definitely made me feel good. Damn proud. We should be, we should feel proud. We'd no, proud. facts. Man, but since we've been gone, this is the first podcast since we've done. Since you've been
1: gone.
0: Not Avril Levine.
1: I can't breathe for the first time. <laughs> All right, let's go.
0: <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a been long time. It's been a while for time. us. The first podcast we've done in a minute, man. A lot's happened. Yeah. Logic retired.
1: Logic retired. How do you feel?
0: I don't feel anything.
1: You know <laughs> I don't really do anything feel.
0: but I, it's not like me celebrate. I, I don't know I just I never listened to Logic like that but I always respected what he did for the most part like it wasn't for me but there was a niche out there for him that he nailed down pretty perfectly
1: Yeah Logic definitely got like a cult following
0: and I like I liked what, I like the young Sinatra shit and then like yeah, the, the all first, of the
1: Sinatra's was far.
0: His debut album was cool.
1: Was it Under Pressure? I think so. Under Pressure was amazing. Yeah. I loved that album. The second one was I really the, loved the one it. I loved like, yeah
0: him driving like the spaceship. The...
1: On the cover in the second one. What is, that, is it, what is it
0: called? This is the true story. Is that what it was? Something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. I fuck
1: with that one too. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of but it. But after
0: either. that, after after that one, then I stopped listening to Logic. Yeah,
1: that was just kind of it for me.
0: Yeah. I don't know, he just wasn't really for me, but he was definitely like doing his his own shit. He was doing doing great things. Yeah. He had the huge, successful, like the suicide hotline song took off. <laughs> Helped him get on the map in the pop culture world. Yeah. But he said I was reading an interview because he's been doing a lot of interviews, and whatnot, about you know, his time in mu- music and like why he's walking away and whatnot. And he said that his, his most successful time in his life, which is around the one eight hundred hotline song, was like his most depressing time yeah because he just felt all that pressure and he was like you know ariana grande i get it now justin bieber i get it now like i understand why you know you guys kind of have these little breakdowns that you just need to step away from the limelight and everything just to kind of refine yourself yeah and that comes with yes that comes with the pressure when you get a a level of certain fame and status because in today's society like if you're super famous it can be hard to maneuver
1: yeah i think that that that's really cool that He's self-aware enough to like be like, all right, mm-hmm. I need to take this break, right? Step- or like, yo, this is really getting to me. Find myself, and he can can like control that shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's able to retire and still be young and like have hella money and like
0: and just do what he yeah, wants yeah take to
1: care be. of his family. Yeah, and yeah, he's gonna be a great dad, I think.
0: Yeah, he's already. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's
1: like a good. He's a good person. Yeah, you know, so. there's
0: never been any point in time in of his life where I'm feel like, oh, he's just an asshole. I mean, of course, he may have had moments. We all do as people. Yeah. But I think overall as a person, he seems like a really solid person. A solid dude. Yeah, yeah. He's cool people. So I'm happy for him that he was able to just ride off into the sunset on his own terms because I've heard great things about his new album so far. Yeah,
1: I, I'm going to give it a listen.
0: Uh, I think No ID executive produced it. And people have been talking about how No ID really laced him with some fire shit. Okay, yeah. So it's a, it's a good ride off into the sunset. But see, the thing with me is I'm curious to see if he actually retires because rappers don't really retire. Yeah.
1: How many times did uh, Hove retire?
0: Uh, I guess once
1: everybody want to be Jordan,
0: but Jordan, you came out of retirement.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: But see, you kind of hurt Jordan.
1: No, I didn't know.
0: The Wizard years didn't hurt Jordan.
1: No, I'm talking about, bro. I'm talking about the first time. Oh yeah, the first time. F- why would I be talking about the? Oh Wizards? wait,
0: Jordan retired twice. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, he played baseball. Yeah, He's just like, you know what? I'm just about to go play fucking baseball because you know <laughs> he, I watched the, uh, the all of the last dances. Mm-hmm. And yeah, bro, that shit was stressful for him, too. It's like a similar situation as to, like, it's the greatest basketball player ever. Yeah. Like you don't get no time to yourself. Yeah, go play fucking baseball. You just lost your pops. Yeah. It makes sense.
0: Go find yourself. One
1: We're, we was talking about Stephon Mulberry earlier, too. Mm-hmm. Like That shit he is not. Go, he had like, to go
0: to China to just gather himself and get away from all the extra bullshit that was going on in the States, around him in the States. And he had to go to be in a uh, new place to just find himself again. And it did him
1: a lot of good, true mm-hmm. true.
0: He really became like a godlike figure over there. Yeah, man. They gave him a statue. He's got a museum, which is dope. It's a really good happy ending for Stephon Marbury. Yeah, it made man. me. Like, you, I almost cried.
1: Did you have some strawberries?
0: I did at one point. I had
1: hella strawberries because my parents was like, "Yo, these is affordable." Yeah, so that's they, why he did it. They cashed out like he was like <laughs> for a minute there, for a solid <laughs> like two years. I I was getting fits off. From, <laughs> From Stephen Berry's. <laughs> then the Stephen Berry's closed on the nigga. Yeah, man. You know how many t shirts I had, bro? Starberries? And, well, I probably had like 10 pairs of Starberries. You was really balling. Legit. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them was like, yo, I don't know. The color scheme just wasn't there. Yeah. Like, I didn't wear a lot of them. Yeah. But that's how my parents were. He
0: was <laughs> like, I was getting fits off <laughs> to the store. I Stephen mean, I, I make
1: it work. Yeah. Like, I ain't going to be. <laughs> I ain't going to not wear clothes.
0: Yeah. It was a happy ending. It was. I was really happy for Marbury. I got a little emotional towards the end because you're just like, he lost his father. He moved to China. And then he's just like, man, I found myself again. I found the love of the game. People love me. They embrace me for who I am. I won the championship. I was just on top of the world. I was like, damn, son. You really was. Because it's like a... you know, you don't really know much about athletes for real, for real like that, unless they let you into their lives. And stuff. On Marbury was kind of a closed-off person, so you just only see what people say about him in the media. And you're like, oh man, Marbury must be like a pain to ass to work with. But then you just look at behind the scenes and everything that led up to all his decisions in his basketball career. He's just a very family-orientated man that just wanted to help people. Yeah.
1: He was like...
0: He was always loved, Built too. to play basketball. Yeah, he was always loved in his community. So like when he went to the NBA, you know, everybody loves you in the beginning, but then they start to turn on it's you. It's
1: pressure playing for the Knicks and being from New York. Yeah. That's what I couldn't imagine.
0: Exactly. That's, what, see, but that's why
1: you got to respect LeBron though.
0: He went back home. Yeah. Twice. And got that dub. And, uh, it's not easy. What you call it?
1: But it's also not New York too though.
0: Yeah. And see, there was a cool moment in there. Cameron was in there and he talked about how he's like, bro, when I do when I go on tour, I only do probably like two shows in New York because when you do a show in your hometown, all your family members hit you up. Yeah. Like, yo, want tickets and whatnot, so you, you're trying to get 40 people into a Knicks game because you play for them and you're from there. It's insane. It's a
1: lot of like extras that go into.
0: Yeah, a lot of bullshit. And see, he wasn't used to people in the media not liking him because he's always been liked for most of his career. Like He was always the underdog. He was always the star from Coney Island. People always rooted for him, so, but then when he got to the league and people didn't know him, they turned against him. It's kind of like how, well, I guess the Chicago itself didn't turn against Derrick Rose, but the organization turned their back on him. Yeah, and like that was pretty hard on him. He's like he's from Chicago. Like he he did a lot for the organization during like their dark years, and he helped bring them back to the prominent the prominent era of being like on top of the league being again, competitive. Yeah, you know. and then he towards ACL for the first time, and people was just like, just like what the fuck? They kind of the organization itself kind of turned against them because they were losing patience with him. Yeah,
1: but that's the people's champ though.
0: Yeah. But Came Derrick back. Rose will always be, be the D man.
1: Rose is back hooping, yeah.
0: Yeah, people always root for Derrick Rose, regardless, because they know the story, they know the struggle. Yeah, true. And that's I feel like with Co- a kid on Coney Island, that's if people that watch it were gonna have that same feeling towards Stephon Marbury, like you're gonna be happy that he was able to find his happy ending, and able now he's out there trying to make a difference in his community through other ways. Yeah. Man,
1: that's that's far. Shout out, hey, uh, Flex Bones for Stefan Marbury. Yeah,
0: I will say, man. I did I didn't looking back on it, I don't like how LeBron said you'll never see me playing the twenty dollar pair of sneakers. I did think that was kind of a whole move on LeBron's part, but I'm gonna count it up the immaturity. Yeah, he was like eighteen. Yeah, like eighteen, like somewhere between like twenty never 20, had 20. money. Yeah, it's like now bro, you got money. I got money. a million dollar deal from Nike. You ain't about to see me no twenty dollar sneakers.
1: Nah, but that Nike probably just give him shoes though. Yeah. Different life. Yeah, different market though. It was it was arrogant though.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, we look at the bigger picture where Marbury was trying to do with his sneakers, like, make them affordable. But then it came back to where, you know, you don't want to be the kid in school rocking $20 sneakers. It wasn't necessarily, like, a good business move. Yeah, but the intentions were pure. Yeah. And that's why I fuck with Shack it. Shaq did the same thing. Yeah. I, people used to clown, wear sh- see, I remember wearing Shaqs. I had some Shaqs. People clown people for wearing Shaqs, but I had a pair of Shaqs.
1: key, they was just forces. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Without the Nike symbol.
1: Yeah. I'm going to repurpose some Shaqs watch y'all not y'all <laughs> y'all not going
0: to even know he so fucking geeky. <laughs> yeah on me on
1: me shout out to v video
0: yo but uh yeah man so logic retire can't say so you, do you feel any way about logic retiring or are you just like just happy for
1: him uh i, I kind of feel like he not really retired i i just it's- i want to see what happens like we was talking earlier uh on the way here about how he could just do, like, a television show. I could totally see him doing, like, a day in the life with Logic mm-hmm. and it being, like, a successful production or something like that. Yeah. But I don't know how private he's trying to keep his life. Mm-hmm. But he, I feel like he would be good at that because he's got, like, for a reality TV show, he's got, like, some drama and shit. Yeah. Like, his pops, his, 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 his pops whole pop black. situation. <laughs> 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 his mom Jesus. was white.
0: <laughs>
1: but you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. And I know he fucks with video games, so he might go in like some video game shit. Or I hope he go pro in video games. Or something. He might go in that would be hard. Who knows? The world, is, you know, the world is your oyster.
1: I wonder if he's still buff. I think he is. You got to catch up. You uh, think you could do as many push-ups as Logic?
0: Easily. I'm not gonna get out pushed up by Logic. I won't allow myself to scoop hey. that low.
1: Chance lost to Childish Gambino in a push-up contest. I'm not Chance
0: the Rapper. I don't.
1: Should not Childish Gambino My Lord didn't either. call me.
0: I'm not gonna call him back in an hour. Hot damn. Hot water. Hot shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to counter a that. range of emotions. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I know Logic does have two features on Juicy J's upcoming project, so I think he'll I think he'll still be around doing features, but I don't think he's gonna put out any more projects. But I think he'll get that urge again down the road. Maybe maybe he'll be like Joe Budden and just never be for real, though. Like, I'm not coming out of retirement. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, but with one artist retiring, we got another artist coming back, J. Cole.
1: Yes, I'm I'm fucking with it. He trying to go to the league, too. Yeah, he actually Shout he to go to the Shout out J. Cole. I hope J. Cole go to the league. He really be shooting that motherfucker. I'll be paying mm-hmm. attention. Did you read his I article? I love he, basketball. He did. Uh, no, it, I haven't read a, in, oh, the he article. He talks about that. He, talk, uh, he talks
0: about how because when he went to, he went to St. John University and there was a point where they had open tryouts and he made the final ten, and he said, "I know if I would have went to that tryout, I could have easily made the team. Like I was going to make a D one St. John University team, but like, obviously I would have been like the twelfth man or whatnot. But like I would have made the team regardless. But he said he woke up the morning of the tryouts." And he was laying in his bed. He was like, on one on one hand, I could go over here and try to pursue this basketball dream and to see where the game of basketball takes me in life and eventually try to make it to the league. Or I can just follow this music path and just focus on that instead and use the platform I get from music to transition into basketball. Kind of like how Master P did. Yeah. And he said he eventually just ended up sleeping through the tryouts because he wanted to pursue music more. And he's like, the more he did music, he always would just like, have that, but what if? You know, like... Still have that that hoping that hope of that dream to make the league one day. You gotta believe,
1: yeah, gotta believe. Nah, I think he could hoop. He could. (laughs) He could hoop. I think. I seen him in the celebrity games. Mm -hmm. You know, like all right. He but he really been training with like, uh, I forgot his name. It's like Kevin something. Like a professional NBA trainer, Black Ops basketball. Okay, hard as fuck. They be hooping. LeBron and all the like all of the. Really, all of the top
0: guys be going
1: to hoop with him mm-hmm. and train with getting him, getting that game right. Yeah,
0: I just think it's gonna be a lot harder because the game itself has just evolved so much. Like the talent level is so the margin, the the the, the talent level is it's a huge gap.
1: Uh, I would say not because it's a lot of niggas that could like skill wise is like su- proficient. You know what I mean? Like extraordinary shooters, like. Yeah, they have like- it's niggas, it's niggas in college right now that's like that good. Type yeah, shit. but see- I'm, I'm talking about like the physique, his, like his body. Yeah. He's just not going to be able to keep up. Nah. Like they've been running for like years. They yeah, they and, have the NBA- Yeah, this they, in prom, they in prom condition. Yeah. So if he could train and really get his body to where he could run and keep up with them boys, yeah, mm-hmm. do it.
0: I don't think he'll he, be like a, a big starter by any means. But he'll make a team if he, if he really like puts his mind to it, I feel like. And he's he got get the like five, to like, five, ten minutes
1: a game? Yeah. I
0: mean, I'm rooting for him.
1: Who do you think he would play for?
0: Probably Charlotte. I mean, It makes I sense. He's I mean, the Charlotte play. Hornets aren't that great. He's going to play.
1: So. play for the Knicks. I
0: don't think anybody Get the Knicks a championship. <laughs> get, get them a dub. Whole world. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ain't, uh, don't Dennis, uh, Dennis, Dennis Smith. Smith Jr., he yeah. play for the Knicks. They cool. See, look, I already, sure. already see it. They going to perform. They going to. Uh, form a South Carolina Super team. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be in wild. New York. Yeah, in New York. Well, first,
0: well, first things first. Dennis is actually got to get minutes before he actually talk about. We talk about forming any South Wait, side. Dennis Smith not getting minutes. No, Dennis Smith played like complete ass this season. Oh man, he hasn't played well since he got to the Knicks. Sorry, Joe. No, actually, I, I was, would.
1: Yeah. I would be pissed.
0: No, I am pissed.
1: No, I'm saying if I'm Dennis Smith oh. Jr. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I'm pissed too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> 'cause he, he, he could have been he could have been playing with Luca.
0: Everybody has some smart ass he did play with Luca. They know. traded him for Luca.
1: He could be playing with Luca right now. It, it just didn't work. In the bubble. He ain't in, in the, the bubble.
0: bubble. They told the Knicks to stay home. Yeah, it was like, no, we don't even want right here ass And ass
1: y'all ass. Ain't, y'all from New York. Not nah, hating on the New Yorkers. I'm saying like with coronavirus, he was y'all, like yeah. fucked up over there. <laughs> y'all motherfuckers stay up in upstate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh you watched the commercial he did for the for the Dreamer shoes, yeah, with Master P narrating. Yeah, I'm I thought sold. That was a nice touch. Um, I'm sold. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: get some. I want them shoes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but what do you think about the music?
1: The music, I love the, it. Lion King it, on if, ice is fucking if, hard. It gave me that feeling again.
0: It made me feel like Friday Night Lights cold.
1: Cause K O KOD was like I I can appreciate it like the rapping, but it wasn't like I didn't live with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was good like, for the time. I didn't run it often, but Everything come back that around full, full circle, circle yeah. yeah. That motherfucker, yeah. Hard, bro.
0: It I just, like because in the article we be he working to, out to it. In, it's, same here. In the article, he talks about how when he first started rapping, he wanted to rap to prove that he could rap, like I'm lyrically the best rapper out. But then as he got older, it shifted more from punchlines and metaphors to more content driven. Yeah. And he said there was a while there where he was going to the studio and he just couldn't get nothing creatively to come out, so he just he felt like he was losing his passion for, for music, so he thought his time in music was almost done. But then he was able to rejuvenate himself with his energy. And now you can hear it on the new music that he's just more focused on just, like, being a, a rapper. Like, just hitting you with great punchlines and metaphors to, like, let you know, yo, I could still really do this shit. Yeah. Because I feel like when it comes to people who discuss J. Cole, like, there's the big three. There's, there's Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and J. Cole. And Kendrick Lamar and Drake, depending on who you ask, will usually be one or two. Like, people will flip them two around. But J. Cole, to me, is always number three. Regardless, like, you know, he's great, he's phenomenal what he does, but people just like, he's not J- Kendrick or, or Drake. And I feel like this is like J. Cole proving like, yo, like, I am the best. Like, I am the best at what we do here, and no one can tell me otherwise, and I'll prove it to you. And then that's what The Climb Back and Lion King or Ice are doing. Like, him proving like, yo, I'm still the best at this shit. Like, anybody you put in front of me, I will annihilate them.
1: Man, it's only three songs, I'll say that. Because... But I guess we could only talk about, oh, damn, I feel like we had this conversation before. We have. This, yes, like is,
0: We had this in KOD and in uh, the Dreamers. I
1: don't want to talk, I don't want to compare nobody to nobody. I really fuck with the music, and I like where it's going. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish he didn't put out the little no-name shit, but, hey, free expression. I, I kind of wish Lupe wasn't talking about dinosaurs. <laughs>
0: but, hey, but, free expression.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fru-fru. Like, yeah. I'm not I mean, gonna hope that see, against even, nobody.
0: See, even the no name shit. I don't think there was any ill intent behind it. I feel I, like it was. I something think
1: it's in bad taste, though. I don't think so. I, cause it's it is kind of tone deaf.
0: I don't feel that way. You
1: don't think it's tone deaf?
0: No, cause I don't think he came at her in like a disrespectful manner. He was like, "Yo, I rock with what you're doing. I appreciate the message you're delivering, but it's just how you go about it, and it kind of make, makes it feel like you're not talking to us. You're talking down on us because we're not." on the level intellectually on certain subjects that you are. And we just want you to help us get to where you are. But it's hard to, for us to do that if you're talking down on us because we're not up to the level you are. So, like, help educate us, but don't talk down on us in the process.
1: Yeah. Should have been a phone call.
0: That's really, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, that's really all it came down to. Like, y'all could have squashed this I'm whole gonna, thing in just one conversation.
1: Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, y'all should have just talked it out.
0: Like, it wasn't that deep. Man. I mean, but then again, like.
1: It perked up ours though.
0: And I think social media made it way worse, than and it it
1: opens up, up a conversation. Yeah. Of uh, what's the, what's the word? I can't find the proper term, but how how you debate and it
0: still be like, informative? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like having a conversation and listening, mm-hmm. being able to listen to one another and being able to articulate your feelings and, and what you're actually trying to say and and how you feel. But it it gets difficult, especially when it's we we talking about like injustice and, and things that. Are very people are, are very, very passionate about mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it's it's tricky
0: and man. I feel like social media definitely made that situation worse than it actually was yeah so now it's now, now it's now amplified. It's a thousand millions of now everything's that, getting misinterpreted to like a more ill intent than it was actually intended for it's like it, it's kind
1: of distracting yeah that's how I look at it if if you're not having the right conversation about it or if it's not if it's not forward to where it's like this ne- doesn't happen again mm. or we work towards better communication then it's a waste of time yeah you
0: know? and like it make more after like social media blew it up and made it like amplified to like more ill intent than it actually was intended to be in my opinion that's when jay Caught to get on like yo man listen i don't mean no harm by any of this but i just you know let you know like i'm not as informed as a lot of people may think yeah so i need even i need help and guidance in times like these so these are people that i look up to and these are people I look to for answers. It's just you know, but sometimes the way you go about delivering messages is not not the best way to get across to people. Facts. But even like you said, it all could have been squashed in the conversation.
1: It's a, it's okay to be wrong though. It so is. like, it's the
0: art. It's the art of being wrong. He, I,
1: I'm I'm I stand firm against like cancel culture, and unless it's like truly necessary, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you like just like some unless, foul shit. You know, yeah, unless something's like evil. Yeah. But like that's. As a black man, he get that right to, like, you get the fuck up. It's okay.
0: It's okay. To you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you don't, like, that's how you grow as people is when you get, I was wrong? I don't oh, think
1: black men get that enough to where it's like, you you always got to be twice as good. So, like, I ain't going to put, it's pressure because like he's he a leader. Or but, or no yeah, microscope. he already knows pressure. Mm-hmm. He's very, very aware of it. Mm-hmm. Le- Just let him be human.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, you got to stop holding rappers and celebrities to such a high expectation that they fail to reach every time like if the the expectations are unrealistic sometimes for some people and i feel like j cole is one of those people that we have such high expectations for to the point where no matter what he was never gonna reach them. so when he admitted that yo i'm flawed i don't i'm not as intellectual and as intelligent as some may believe i don't read a lot as i probably should but this is why i'm reaching out for help like this is why i need help to get to the level that we need to be at to be able to make real change and
1: that's like sometimes as a leader, you gotta do that.
0: Yeah, you gotta admit, I am get I, out I your get myself. out your own way. Yeah, that's why I'm reaching out to y'all for help. Yeah. And then so I, like, I remember one morning I woke up when that whole thing was going down. And people were like, "We're canceling J Cole and Kendrick." I'm like, "Whoa." Huh? I was like, "Yo, yo, who's this we first off? <laughs> <laughs> who's we? I'm jo- not canceling. He's anybody. like, not I, not I, <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm not canceling Kendrick or J Cole. Like, what the fuck did Kendrick do? They were just mad at Kendrick because he never says anything on social media. I'm like, bro, he made a whole album called "The Pimp a Butterfly."
1: I mean, that's a whole different kind of conversation. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't look at that shit. Social media not like real. Like, real shit can happen on social media, but mm. like. There's like a, a levels to it, you know. Yeah. When it stop being informative and it's just like this is opinion, unless I fuck with you, I don't care about your opinion. Mm. I really don't. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah,
0: like. Like, wh- why does Kendrick need to say something because you said so? Like, Kendrick's never been on social media, and like when you guys pull up situations like this, I understand why he's never on social media. I mean, you you can't
1: just expect people to do certain things because that's how you think shit they should, should go. Be. Yeah. Because,
0: you know, not everybody can be the next. Life's going to gonna
1: hard. be hard for you if you think like that.
0: Yeah. Like not everybody wants to step up and lead the revolution. Because not everybody's built for that. And you have to understand that. Yeah. So like when the, if, if Kendrick. Twitter feels, fingers. <laughs> like. Yeah. If if, the, if Kendrick feels like the time is right later down the road, then he will. He will step up today. But maybe he's just not ready for that kind of pressure right now. Or maybe he's not ever going to be ready. You just can't hold that. Hold him to the expectation because like, that's what you have in mind for him as a rapper. Yeah. But. Yeah.
1: So Lupe put out a project, Stay in the House. Oh, yeah, what do you think? I love it. I fuck with it this too. It's the
0: first Lupe project I listened I listen to in a while. But I when it came out, people were raving about it. They said it was really good. It sounded like old oh, Lupe. It was a short five track project. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me see what he's talking about.
1: It's it's very like Zen, very metaphor yeah. metaphorically
0: driven. And
1: the rapping is good. The rapper's is really Lupe really, still got really it. Really
0: great. Like Lupe is still still one of the best to do it.
1: Every listen, I find, I hear another bar that I didn't like. And see, you catch know what?
0: Back in, you know why? I, I gotta get this off my chest. Back in 2010, everybody laughed at me out the high school when I said Lupe Fiasco was the best rapper alive. When everyone was Dick Ryan, Lil Wayne, and who's laughing now? <laughs> who is laughing now? <laughs> me, that's who. Oh, uh, shout
1: who. out, shout out to guys at, was it Park Hill South. Yeah. Panthers People was like, here. nah, Little
0: Wayne's the best rapper alive. Like, who, no, he's not. Who is? Lupe Fiasco. My laugh me out the room. Like, oh, really? You gonna laugh me out the room? You gonna laugh me out the room? Have you heard Carter Six? That shit sounds horrible. Did
1: you have the last half or last laugh? I said last half.
0: Yes, I did. Listen, to house. Lupe still got it. Wayne, you know Wayne. Wayne gets respect because he's Wayne, but it, yeah, it's not. It's not Wayne standards. <sighs> Wayne's music hasn't been Wayne's standards for quite some time.
1: He better put out a. a Album with Birdman, like Father Like Son Part Two. I might like that. I check that out. I mean, we'll see.
0: But I haven't. That, that's I ain't gonna admit, lie. I didn't. That's even just like a rumor. I think. I didn't even listen to Funeral.
1: Me either. I, I'm gonna go back and listen to it. I'm making my way there.
0: Yeah. It making just, my way down. It was about twenty plus songs. <laughs> uh, oh uh, yeah. I'm. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. And there was a there was a I think there's a Gutter Gutter feature, and then there was a little twist feature. Once I saw a little twist, I said, I want no part of this. It's very questionable. I want no part of this project. Damn. But what that's just to me? young money, cash money. That's just me though. Let's talk about this Lupe project though. Okay, yeah. Let's break it down. All right. So stay in the house. I like the Virgil Abloh concept to it. I think what he has what what he brings to the project with his, his style bites is really dope. Talks about how the house is metaphorically man made. Everything inside the house is man meta- made. The man-made.
1: universe is man made. Like on an on a, even a bigger scale, mm-hmm. like the idea, everything we understand is man made. Like from man. From man, yeah.
0: The concepts that we've been taught are from man. Yep. And it's and like. So, yeah,
1: man, and you're saying man is like intrinsically flawed. So.
0: Man loves power.
1: Yeah. Man's addicted to all these certain things.
0: But I digress. And he takes it to the beginning. Now, I will say. The the dinosaur song is kinda cheesy, but I like the metaphor. We use it uses dinosaurs to explain man and humans, the evolution of human. Like, how do we know people before us existed in another the lifetime before we were born? By the bones. Yeah. By like the, the graveyards. Yeah, the fossils. The remnants. The museums. You want to see us? You want to come hang with us, come to the museum.
1: So then he's got uh sell them.
0: Seldom get a job. I need yeah. a job.
1: Well, yeah. And And it's talking about, like, modeling, too. Yeah,
0: but different... It's, like, it's kind of funny, because the first verse, I don't know if this was, like, intentional or what, but, like, the first verse, he's like, yeah, man, get something that you're passionate about that really pulls you from the roots and drives you, drives your passion and make you something excited to do. And then the hook comes in. You should be a model. Like, you should sell some stuff. Sell stuff on the internet. Sell yourself.
1: And I think he's, uh... Yeah, that's, like, more of the Virgil theme, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's just this mold. Like, any... I think, not it's not your typical model in the sense of like
0: just like like the, a yeah. sexy.
1: Like it's not AMTM. It's not America's Next Top Model. Yeah, I like <laughs> how you broke that in yes. I'll <laughs> be I'll be watching that shit. That shit is like, see, it's crazy. not like I just that. grew up on it.
0: It's not like that. It's more like here's different varieties of modeling you could do. You could do you know, there's, well there's Muslim that model eyes. There's McDonald's girls that model fries.
1: You say, you're a model for ads all day. You on the radio. Yeah. So like in in that sense. That's what a model is. Mm. Like, there's tons of model cars, and they could be red, blue, whatever color you paint them. Up mm-hmm. That's essentially what it, it is. See, so it, it's like you could sell something that's good, or you could be selling flat tummy
0: teeth. <laughs> nice callback. Yeah. Nice callback. Yeah, sure. It cut but it, it kind of comes back to the, the dinosaurs. He says, "You know, we all come in all different shapes, sizes, and colors. Different teeth. Yeah. Like human beings are all different.
1: So that's what you." I mean, is it, uh, this? That's why to pimp a butterfly is so great because it's just like you basically
0: pimping yourself. Mm-hmm. You you got to learn how to sell you, and then you know once you come out the coon, you're a beautiful butterfly. Yeah. Like you pimp the beauty of a butterfly.
1: Facts. It's a, it's a metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. But I, I fuck with he he talking nice.
0: And then uh there was another bar in I like. He was like Flintstones used to ride them and slide down they ride down slide down their tail. Probably didn't go down like that get it? Yeah. You No, do you get it? Yeah. Do you?
1: Yeah. Now listen! That's called motherfucking bars, nigga! You know nothing
0: about that! Do you get it?
1: <laughs> Ex- explain it to the people, Joe.
0: Because Fred Flintstones, the Flintstones used to ride dinosaurs, and they used to slide down the tails. But it probably didn't go down like that.
1: Oh, no, I get it. <laughs> picking
0: up what I'm putting down here?
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Did that you... wasn't even
0: like the best rapping on the album either.
1: Hell no, it's we not. We haven't even
0: made it to the best rapping song yet.
1: He just threw that in there like that. He probably didn't make that sound either. <laughs> he did raw on did. the did He really no, the the He laughed
0: at the. He really did raw. <laughs>
1: Dinosaurs
0: yeah. came in all different colors. Uh-huh. That's
1: the only question mark on there. The, really, see,
0: only reason like I wasn't it wasn't until like the Joe Budden podcast was talking about. It. I'm like, let me see what Lupe's talking about. And but we, it's a good metaphorically driven song. Like, I get the concept. I like it. It's, it's unique. and it's, it's Lupe. That's why he wasn't, like,
1: afraid to do that shit. Yeah. Because it, because it does have a bigger meaning. Like, he's not even thinking in that kind of context.
0: They tried to laugh him out the room, but he was like, nah, like, you don't get it. Like, it's us. Like, we are the dinosaurs. Like, human beings are the dinosaurs. Like, the evolution of man is dinosaurs. Like, because, you know, think about it. We, we, there was human beings during the Ice Age. We survived the Ice Age. They brought climate change. I'm not saying it's their fault. But hey, <laughs> this is this is all from the song. This is dead yeah. ass all from the song. You
1: got bars, huh? I
0: did. Yeah, I tried to get a couple lines here and there. You know, you can I try to pick up some a shit off. Okay, I
1: see. You, I see you. Raptor, get
0: to, get took to the, the, the basket, Joe. Get raptor, to the rack. Took the raptor to court. This ain't your hometown. Of t- this ain't your condo in Toronto. Get it, cause the Raptors playing Toronto. Yeah, now listen.
1: Hey, I thought he was sending. Is he sending yeah. shots at Drake? Bars, when? Oh I, damn! I
0: thought that. I, no, nah. <laughs> I thought I thought the same thing, but then when why he did,
1: why does Lupe want to smoke with Drake? He doesn't,
0: or I, not. Was, I think it was just a play on the he would Toronto he would rappers. destroy Drake. Well, he would, but he talked about like in the Joe Budden podcast when he called him up, he was like, he because he posted a picture of Drake and he talks about that on LF LF ninety five. I might post a picture of Drizzy Drake. We'll have to wait and see. But they talked about that and he was like, yeah, man, that was a, like one of his first shows in Chicago, and he's like, that was the day I realized like this dude's gonna be something special. So like when I first met him, I was like, yo, bro. You really dope at what you do. I don't want no problems with you. That's like.
1: Man, that seemed like Cap to me, though.
0: I mean, that's what Lupe said. Lupe to come off the kind of guy that doesn't really need to lie about shit like that. Because everybody knows he's thorough.
1: True. But that's why it's weird. Like, bar for bar, I think Lupe. Is taking Drake all oh days. easily no easily,
0: but I think from a commercial standpoint, Drake was just about to take it to another level that was just gonna be out of Lupe's stratosphere. In True. T- in terms he, of like it had a different you know, trajectory. It'd be kind of like if like it's like when Joe Budden tried to battle Drake. People were just like, "Yeah, we get it, bro," but nah, yeah. it's not gonna affect Drake. True. But uh, so those sell them, get a job shoes. Let's talk about shoes. Ah, uh, your soul, your soul. The thing that connects you to the universe. Keep she- See, this it- did make me like fuck with Virgil's like vision a little bit more. I don't fuck with his designs, but like how he thinks about products and shit, it made me appreciate it more.
1: He was he talks about like he wants to give emotion to inanimate objects, and when you when you
0: explain shit like that, yeah, bro, I get it. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to your sneakers.
1: He hitting you over the head though. i I, yo, low key. If I had bread, I, I would wear off white and shit. Oh yeah, I would too. At yeah. least the sneakers that they I fuck with having. the sneakers. Yeah. It's so, tough.
0: so what do you think shoes is about? You think it's about this, the adversity of, of humans? like the adversity we go through as humans cuz i feel like there's i thought it may have been about hip hop from like a hype beast point of view no i think cuz there was a point he said, we came out the pop up shop that looked like the house that they shot us up in we fell down i we, think what well, we got back up we picked I up,
1: think it uh my fault. We, like cause was,
0: this is the only reason i think that's in the third verse he says we leave the pop up shop that looked like the the house that they shot up shot us up in or something along the lines of that he said we fell down but we got back up and we picked up Pac up. We picked up Nip up. Pick, we picked up Pac. We picked up Nip. So that's why it made me think maybe he's talking about hip hop. It's like the white kid in the front. I always had the better advantage, so he let me go first.
1: Sound like well when when he said lines like that, it sounds like he's talking about like just black people. Yeah. Just in, in general. Like the the plight. The plight of, of black the, people of black and man. what and what you have to do with. Mm-hmm. So, like you got have to do it.
0: just from like a hype beast perspective. Uh or oh, using using the hype beast as like a metaphor to like the plights of, of black people, the struggle, the plights of black people.
1: Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it, it's crazy. Like that line where it's like, you, you're going to ask to get in front of me in line. Well, he let him or? get in front of him. Oh, he was
0: like, I've always had the, the white kid. Like, let me go first. Cause he was like, you already had the advantage in life anyway.
1: Uh, I don't I don't know. I lost my train. But yeah, I think it's definitely about the struggle of like to be black.
0: Mm-hmm. And like how your your soul is what Vir- keeps you moving. Yeah, Virgil had the bars though on there. He did. He did. I like um uh, there was a line he was talking about how, you know, creases used to be something frowned upon, but now it shows like the miles that we've came. Yeah. Like whenever you get dirt on your soul, take a water in town, wipe it away and keep it moving. He's like, even when you take the shoes off, they still keep running.
1: Keep pushing. Gotta learn how to walk on your own too.
0: Let's see. Where's it at? Stay out the house? Let's see. Like, the last verse is really, like, one of my favorites. I feel like Mike with the ball in my hands. I'm talking about when you get the shoe for the first time, you feel like you're on top of the world. Let's see. Where's it at?
1: Yeah, it's like his statement piece mm-hmm. about everything that's then, been so going it's like, on.
0: The, the, the struggle, like your struggles create beautiful things so, yeah. goes, uh, so traditionally creases was a style to refuse but now they represent every mile in your shoes any mud on your sole gets towel removed it's like I'm retracing every trial No, it took strength, giant steps flowers growing out of the footprints liberation, here's your invitation it's a relay race, continuation get the baton and keep bringing it back that strength theory means we'll keep being attached last thing, this is something of a sight even when you take them off they keep running for your life
1: yeah, he, he. Oh yeah, he, and uh, Virgil was talking about the shoelaces and how they're like durable and elastic, mm-hmm. but at the same time they're like strong. They're all, they're like chains. They hold it together. Yeah, they they hold it together, link by link. Damn,
0: it's a it's a really dope metaphor.
1: You got to be flexible, and you got to be able to adapt, in, in life. Mm-hmm. And, take and, and evolve, and it kind of it gets back to the dinosaur theme too. It's mm-hmm. like evolution, as far, yeah. As far as evo- evolving through strife and struggle, mm-hmm.
0: so using yeah. adversity as a, as as your strength to yeah. get back up and like have flowers grow in your trials and tribulations. Because everything you go through in life, your trials and tribulations in your life help lead, make you the person you are today. Like all your struggles are what make you you. Facts. So that's like that's the beauty of it. So it's like that's your soul. So even when you fall down your soul's still strong enough to get back up. It can handle It can handle hitting the asphalt, but it's soft enough to also keep you moving. Yeah. The soul. The you can handle it. Yeah, you can handle Basically. it. Your soul can handle. The I know hardship. it's fucked up, but you can. It's like when you fall down, your soul can handle the the fall. But it's, cause it's hard enough to handle it, but it's soft enough to keep you moving, keep you running. The soul's what keeps you alive. It keeps your blood pumping. Yeah,
1: that was a great project for sure. I fuck and with yeah, it. We,
0: now, LF95. This is where Lupe is like, let me show y'all how good a rapping I am real quick. Check this out. Yeah, you like this beat? This is what I did. <laughs> I screen recorded, put it in the garage band. Now, this is the part of the song where I, I start making the words. Here we go. And he starts rapping his ass off. They heard I was sick. Now they heard immunity. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was tough. <laughs> There's just so many bars, bro, that just show you Lupe is still like that guy when it comes to rapping. Which I'm happy bro, because people just... I feel like the last couple projects, people just, like, started, like, all right, thinking Lupe is, Lupe is kind of, like, off in his own world. Yeah. So, he had to take it back to the roots, the beginning, like, the backpack feel and show you that I could still do this lyrically and conceptually.
1: I needed that. It's, it's refreshing to hear him, like, rapping. He, he really just... Was on some zen shit and mm-hmm. was just in flow, like in
0: in in a special bag, a special yeah. creative bag. Cause he did the yeah. project with one producer, so he was able to like get good chemistry and get good synergy mm-hmm. with them and what they were trying to do. Like there was a cool line in LF LF95 goes, "Rest in peace, Fred. Fred the Godson. Rest in peace." versus Hope you both wrapped in some wings, like a recipe at church's levels. Y'all both were two piece specials. Yeah, peace, peace. And then after that, he goes, "That might have been too deep for the devils. Should have never gave us shovels. Don't kick pebbles at rebels without schedules." Lyrical stickler, young Riddler, from Chicago the Midwest, don't get no Middler. <laughs> like, he's just doing, like, lyrical, like, acrobats at this point. Yeah, this, he Just show you how effortless it is. I do this. I'm Lupe I, Fiasco.
1: I am him. The Jedi. It is I. Yeah. He liked it. He really is the last Jedi.
0: Mm-hmm. He really did become a Jedi. Remember he was out in the woods with the samurai?
1: I don't want no smoke with him.
0: Nah, I really don't either.
1: I wouldn't mind if he taught me. That would be tight. It's on my bucket list Samurai lessons from Lupe. Yeah. Sign. sign <laughs> Lupe. Yeah. Masters to say. He got a sign off on it. There
0: was a there's a cool there's a cool bar in LF ninety five I fuck with. He goes, Call me rap Anthony Fauci, the black, blackety, grouchy mouthpiece. Ramadan breath, prayer rug pointed at Saudi. Tuck it in and square up. Get reacquainted with your hairbrush. Just because Andrew's a barber, that don't mean he gives haircuts. Yeah. That landed is suitably worded beautifully, which I. That feel was like, like
1: some doom shit. Yeah, like how you how you just read it off, it seemed like some doom shit. Yeah, but he on that caliber, he had life. Nice, it reason. sounds like
0: he was just talking about like square up, like we about to run the fade. Because Bar Andrew's a barber, don't mean he's giving haircuts. Yeah. Like that landed beautifully, like like a punch, worded beautifully. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. And he said so he said
1: Ramadan breath, like Joe dry ass mouth, like. <laughs> He was talking crazy.
0: It just worded so beautifully and it landed so subtly and how his his delivery on that song is just so effortless. Like, yo, all right, let me show y'all. This is the part where I make up words to figure out what I'm going to say here. So here we go. And he just starts rapping his ass off. And this is, each each bar is just like, what? What? Like, this gets crazier and crazier each time. Yeah. He, he,
1: was on that t- he was on that level. man. But it's good morning music. Mm-hmm. It's good music it's really to, like, easy to listen to. chill, you know, relax to. It's been a lot of projects like that, like even like the Cole project was easy listening. The two tracks, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Fucking, they weren't too heavy. Uh, even Joey, Joey yeah, Joey, Joey just put out some shit.
0: Joey Badass's return. A,
1: a little three, a little three piece, a little
0: three piece special,
1: A little light pack.
0: It was literally. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I like the bag Joey's in. Give me the little forty bag. We've been talking about a joey project for like the last two years yeah man i'm i'm
1: glad he like found that mode again to he get was like that motivation i could tell you could tell he was like just going through a lot he, was he like just depressed. wasn't there crazy he became a father too mm-hmm. and the world's going crazy
0: he had a uh he had a rebirth yeah a spiritual rebirth
1: yeah, and wait where did you hear that from
0: well i just from the video oh just okay i okay, watched the yeah. video of the of the the, the shining or the light
1: Okay. See, yeah, I haven't watched any of the
0: videos yet. There's I like a little ritual he does in the beginning, where like in the middle of it, where it shows him like like him being spiritually reborn.
1: Mm-hmm. I could dig that. Yeah.
0: So like you could tell, like he got he got a he got a step back, but he's also grown as a person.
1: Yeah, reaching Christ Conscious ain't no, it ain't <laughs> no easy task. You got to go through it, for real. You got to really go feel through that pain.
0: Yeah, yeah, and refine yourself because he's like, you know, I, I lost my glow, but now I got my mojo back. Don't know how to act.
1: He is a I like that Joey is like a great spokesman. In in the same sense of how like Lupe's last project was like very it's something you could digest easily and something that could charge you up a little more. You make know? you motivated. Yeah. He not denying that shit is like bad or like shit that shit is not tough. Like that shit's gonna be easy, but it's gonna be alright, you know. It, we gonna make it. It's it's reassuring.
0: That's what that's what the Joey project makes me feel cuz it makes me feel like like I got that step in my my step back that that pep in my step yeah especially after the showcase like I listened to it after the showcase I'm like yeah bro like we back on we back on things cuz when it, we when we first fucked up on the first part the first show we, everybody was kind of deflated like everybody felt defeated for for a moment like everybody in the crew was going through it yeah mentally and just like like that, that shit just didn't make anything better so it really just brought us all down but then once we did it right the second go around like everybody's like on ten again yeah like, everybody's motivated everybody's energized once again
1: yeah you struggle breeds confidence cuz you you had it, it gets back to adapting like that's my my word that I'm uh, I've been living by just, mm-hmm. just learning how to adapt be water yeah and it and uh there's this quote that there's a difference between adjusting and adapting, mm. you know? A- adapting is like you you change your habits. You mm. change your day-to-day so you could prosper in the long run. You yeah. Know? You got to be water. Yeah, you go through struggle. Like, we're going through, like, the whole world is changing right now. Mm. Everybody's and we, struggling. We're going through, like, a shift. And, yeah, bro, you just going to have to learn how to adapt and, like...
0: Grow in your struggle.
1: Yeah, grow through it. And grow... In the midst of it, that's how
0: you grow as a person. You got to figure and out like what gets you low, and then when you get low, you got to be able to pick yourself back up.
1: Yeah, and you got to learn how to keep your peace and, and get that space before it. You know, mm-hmm. like create this bubble around your your, your, your world. peace. Yeah, and, and control what you can control, and love the people that's in your life, mm-hmm. and just, just be you know, grateful for that.
0: Just know you you can't control everything in the world, but you can control your world. Facts and what you what you digest. message 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 i was hoping that was the right button yeah (laughs) (laughs) i had a panic attack for a minute there it's okay but yeah so it's just like living like making sure your world is great inside all the chaos going on in the world Facts. and that's really all you can do in a time like this and then that's why i like how it ends with uh the shining shining yeah with the royal air sample Uh it's a great everybody loves the sunshine
1: Sunshine. It, it gave me that feeling again like when i was first listening to joey badass like, store that feeling for you. Yeah, yeah, It's like, all right, yeah. Like man. It's that this classic what, joke. This is what I, what I listen to Joey for, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Dubai Stand Still, stuck in my van still. Yeah, bro, he's tough. Ah, it's a it's a good 3P. And he, went, he even got, went a little bar for bar with Push the T on the project. Really coming home to White Walls.
1: Yeah, he said, <laughs> I'm a black light. Uh, what
0: did he say? Uh,
1: Ah, oh, damn, what um, was the bar? Let me find it he's real quick. Uh, he,
0: he said at one point. It was, was like, a co- sw- it was a coke bar. He said, uh, "Swimming in this money, watch me jackknife. <laughs> Living the life that you rap, rappers rap about. I'm really coming home to white walls, one on one paints."
1: Yeah, that's wild.
0: Uh, I can't remember who he said it from. Oh, fuck, it's slipping my mind at the moment. Hold up, I'm
1: getting the lyrics right now. You got them right We're there. Using the internet,
0: yeah. Thank goodness we have the internet straight up but when is his verse that's the second verse because joey Brad- badass has one
1: verse in the beginning and push it teases right in the middle he said cold case murder nigga on a daily basis uh liminal flow no traces i am i am the black light my whole career off crack, crack right. right yeah yeah, that's why, that was the <laughs> yeah. Uh, olympics diving or uh, yeah olympic diving into money watch me jack, jack knife. knife yeah that's tough that's like a dive
0: that's a that's a form of it was like swimming, yeah. Or it's like jackknife a dive, right? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a dive. Yeah, yeah,
1: niggas <laughs> was going in a cool little
0: see, I cool love little it. Man. Feature. I, love how I, I
1: was surprised I didn't look at the set list mm-hmm. or like yeah the tracklist, mm-hmm. and I was like yeah. This, you you know, just I'll hit play it. and just let it go. Yeah, you just I was so like, push a T and you're like whoa,
0: whoa. All right. See, I love how all like the rapping rappers are just getting that push a T feature. Yeah, bro, because it means a lot to get a push a T feature. To like those who are considered lyrical rappers in the communities, like you're solidified. But then once you get that Pusha T features, like it means you legit. Yeah, really, you are legit good at your craft. Yeah. he respects you.
1: Exactly, you get that respect. You get that co song. Mm-hmm.
0: So people get people always can try to downplay push a T as they, all they want. But in the culture, like him giving you a feature, it means a lot. Hey, he the only nigga that went toe to toe with Drake and like gotta, And that's why gotta, people gotta like dub. that's why people don't like him. People yeah. don't like it when you smack Superman around. Exactly, I don't want to see Batman get his ass beat by Bane, but he, you know what? He got to do it to come back.
1: He's good at being the villain.
0: Yeah, he embraces being the villain, and yeah. that's why it works for him. Yes, but he's not necessarily a villain. It's just like he's just a villain to like you poke you poke the bear. Yeah, and you actually beat the bear's ass. <laughs> that's what Pusher T did. Pretty much went to the hibernating bear and was like, "Hey man, what you doing over there? Wake up!" And the bear woke up and he beat the shit out of the bear. <laughs> this is my cave now. <laughs> She was wild. Well. So that, does this make you excited for Joey music? It does. It means he's in, he's in a good creative space. That makes I want him to like.
1: I want him to get back into that rapping bag. Like I'm glad he's making music again, but I want him to like. He he got a message to say. Yeah, like,
0: and he's one of them artists that he can he can deliver you a message, deliver you content, but also make it lyrical. Yeah, to where it it. You getting you getting all aspects of a rapper. Rapper, you getting the message, but you also getting that lyricism that make it. He it is. He
1: could definitely be like a top tier rapper.
0: Easily. Yeah, like and
1: on Joe. He is. Uh, Joe Budden was said something about like uh, there's like, people who could just rap really good, and then there's like people who could like make. No, it was like something about uh content.
0: Like, what's more important, content or lyricism? Yeah. and like, Rory. and then it's
1: like you could have both of them. He's Joey's one of them rappers. Yeah, like, that's the like, top tier. Is the key. Yeah, he could have both of those and he'd be like, okay, yeah.
0: Like if you could do both, that's what will make you a top tier. Yeah, it, it
1: solidify you and you you get timeless music out of that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fuck, I'm excited for it, man. But I was surprised by this currency project though. You fuck with it? Yeah, I really love it. I listen, I ran it today.
0: It does sound beautiful. Like it it yes. sounds like production wise, it's, it's really beautiful. It's clean it's like good, they really
1: got in that bag.
0: Mm-hmm. They got see, and I love it because this is the third product they've done together. First it was cigarette boats, then they did the La Morena, I believe it was called. La Morena. Uh, yeah, Morena, yeah. yeah, it was like another boat yeah. driven aesthetic. And then this one's the Outrunners, which is also driven by boats. And but like see the thing I love about currency and Harry Far is that they don't try to recreate cigarette boats. They'll nah. have the same aesthetic of cigarette boats, which is all themed around speed boats, but they'll all be different projects in their own unique way.
1: This yeah. one was like they was into some like some drug shit. Yeah. Or well, I guess it's always been about drugs, but they got caught up like they had to burn one of the we're, boats. We on the outrun. Yeah, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta shake the spot. Yeah. Yeah, shit's fucked see, up right now.
0: The cool thing about currency is that he's a he's a lifestyle rapper. Yeah, I mean, he, he just d- rap about what he does every day. Yeah, and he, he makes it sound cool. He sounds rejuvenated.
1: There was one, uh, I can't remember what song it is, but he talking about, like, he touching on him being a father and like Golden Crown, yeah, just about how his, his son gonna grow up, grow probably up, like, walk down the street, probably gonna you know, be smoking a little yeah, something, like, hope he don't get, you know, mm-hmm. hurt, you know, hope yeah. it's alright for my Hopefully kid. Hopefully, the
0: world's good by the time he get he get get on his own. Yeah, that's cool. It's always that's cool seeing his cur- Currency become a father too. Cause he could tell he's somebody that genuinely enjoys being a father. Yeah, bro. Cause he just gets to pass down his legacy to his son.
1: Man, and he got he got some far features on there. He got a far eyes Jim Jones verse. Jim Jones and, and Rose, I killed his. He did his <sighs> shit. That
0: beat, that Mugello red beat was perfect. As soon as yeah. I heard that beat kicking, I'm like, yeah, Ross about to come in on this. Yeah, he slid on that motherfucker. And then Conway had a nice feature too. Oh yeah, I forgot Conway. Was that on was a him. nice little sleeper. I was like, oh shit, yeah. Conway. Like, yeah, man, that's tough. And he gave Conway a fire beat. Like all the production's amazing.
1: Yeah, man, that's a sleeper. I gotta I still gotta live with it a little more. I can't mm-hmm. pick no favorites off of it. But it all just sounds good together. It's one of them ones it's it's thirty minutes. Just run it. Yeah. Quick.
0: It's a real quick, easy listen. Yeah. It'll flow. See, the Wiz song is good. I like the hook Wiz did, but I just hate Wiz Khalifa's verse. Big pool in the back. That's why I ass look fat. <laughs> like
1: I mean, yeah, he. Done, but that's like he don't got the he the sub the, the substance is not there. Yeah, he's never been like right a substance then. rapper. Right? Nah, I'm, I wouldn't say that. He has his, He has like his moments. Like yeah. but, but I don't go to
0: Wiz for substance.
1: Yeah, but that was the I think that was the vibe of the song wasn't it? just talking about like
0: just lifestyle, m- money. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: we rich. I'm rich. I, I got pool. I got fine ass women around. <laughs> I got a nice pool. I smoke Hello. I smoke hella Weed, you know? I smoke my weed, that, smoke KK. That's
0: all you get from a Wizverse. You gotta
1: you gotta say the name of the weed on the song. KK? Like Yeah. It's my shit. It is mine. It's
0: my shit.
1: It's my shit, niggas. <laughs> this is my shit. I got you.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Oh. But I like it, man. I like I think when it comes to like being able to craft a project together, craft a sound and a certain aesthetic to Bring a project to real life to life like that. I think Harry Fraud and Currency are two of the best to do it. Another one, Alchemist is good with doing that with any artist he works with. Man,
1: you think, uh, what if what if they did like a duo versus Harry Like Fraud a and rap, Alchemist? yeah, like a rap duo. Yeah, it could be like Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist
0: versus Harry Fraud and Currency. Yeah, that'd be tough. They like I think they got team. enough records, yeah,
1: for it. But
0: his currency's got shit with, I mean, but then Freddie Gibbs would have to play some shit off Fetty that Currency's on. Yeah.
1: I mean they both could do it. Like they could set it up cool. Yeah. I I don't think there's probably somebody better to versus uh them though. Mm. Versus currency. Yeah. And uh Harry Frog. I don't know. I can't think of nobody right now. Like no good like rapper, uh producer tandems mm. like that.
0: But I think Currently scene, Harry Fraud, like, being able to craft a sound aesthetic like this, and then, like, Alchemist being able to do that with any artist he works with, and then even Lupe Fiasco EP, because, like, that was with one producer. Yeah. It just shows you the importance of, like, if you just do a project with one producer, you have a better chance to being able to craft a certain sound aesthetic that will work for both of y'all, and to, for you guys to both get the maximum potential out of your duo. Yeah, you
1: start, you find the synchronicity. Mm-hmm. It's you like guys go Co- the same Shaq page and creatively. Kobe,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I, so I, I hope that we start to shift towards... Towards like that again, just doing one artist, one producer, and they just craft out a project. Cause it's 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 been happening every now and then around, especially with Alchemist.
1: I think niggas not going outside no time soon, so a lot of rappers gonna really get in the studio and mm-hmm. like, you know, sit down, lock themselves in there, and, yeah, and, and just be pushing out shit.
0: We got a uh, No Heart Two coming out soon. Wait, Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin. Oh, where? Or it's the Savage Mode, right?
1: The oh yeah, it's savage, savage mode. mode. Yeah, savage mode two is coming up. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know and that. And
0: because we think about you got like them, you got the without warning with t- offset hey, twenty one savage and Metro We Boom, we gonna run
1: that today. The savage, savage mode. mode, yeah, we should run that <laughs> literally immediately after <laughs> we get off of this. I forgot about that shit. Yeah, we seen that nigga like last year, huh? That
0: flyover. Fuck, he blew. I miss concerts, I was, damn. Man. 21 Savage blew me away at that show. I wasn't yeah. expecting that kind of a performance. Yeah, he was.
1: Legit. He was doing his shit. I,
0: he was a good performer.
1: Ten bad bitches <laughs> in a mansion. Redstone millie rocking. <laughs> my diamonds I mean, on me uh, dancing. Uh, when you working hard, hard yeah, your, and your money keep comments.
0: expanding.
1: Hey, I got my little brother you wanna leave me like, like some candy. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, Ain't no drugs coming handy Last day savage, savage bitch But no, no I'm not Randy, Randy. Hell, Hell with no condom Had to make a make it eat it up Randy And Man, I'm, I'm sipping sippin on it. Not Randy I'm just standing on my oh, uh, I'm just flexing on my uh, Alright, hold up. <laughs> yeah, we had a savage break
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you see You see how good the outcome could be If you, if one artist is locked in with one producer And like the, the kind of product you can get with it
1: it's a, yeah, I think it's important not to force it as well. It's just yeah. kind of like you flow with it, mm-hmm. and everybody got a different process, but like we don't never force the podcast, and it flows better. We don't never be like, all right, we got to do this, and we got to go by this structure. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, have a conversation about Fill each other a list what that you guys we decided to talk about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, so this week, when this podcast comes out, hopefully it'll be out by time before this happens. But this week we got a huge battle. A huge verse. First off, before I ask you about this battle, did you watch the Snoop Dogg and DMX one? The
1: uh versus? no, I didn't. I missed it. Oh, it was so it's I think I was I think I was working.
0: It was definitely my favorite.
1: It was it's punching?
0: Yeah, it was dope because good quality. And it was just good interaction between DMX and Snoop Dogg. It seemed like just two homies really just kicking it.
1: Yeah, I heard it was like more of a performance type deal. It like it, it didn't seem as much of a versus
0: yeah because like now how they're doing it now is that they'll have them both be in the studio together and they'll have mics so like when they play a song they can perform it they start okay. doing this with Kiss and fabulous did their verses
1: is the does it sound way better yeah okay because they're yeah. both
0: in the same room so like with like swizz and our whoever's around will make sure like everything's set up perfectly hey
1: who so who set it up it was swizz and timbaland yeah shout out them niggas Y'all you know because that's like some really cool shit that really is yeah, it's like a- that, especially at the be- towards the beginning of quarantine, that was like, all right. That was what we had to look yeah, forward Yeah, it was, it was really helping out a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, it, it's been tight so far. I'm going I'm to go back and watch it.
0: It's. i definitely recommend it. And it was cool because you just see, it, the best part about when they do these verses is just hearing the stories between the artists. Yeah. And I didn't notice, but Get At Me Dog, like DMX's first big single, he said he came with a concept after. Of that, after talking to Snoop Dogg, like he said, the first time he met Snoop Dogg was at a club in New York. They dapped each other up, and before Snoop left, he said, "Hey man, just get at me, dog." And then that's how he came up. That's how DMX yeah. came up. With that concept, like, get at me, dog.
1: Some simple like that. Yeah,
0: just like a quick like little outro. Hey, bro, just get at me, dog. Like the dogs, you know.
1: See, yeah, I love hearing the industry stories, like the behind the scenes stories. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, bro. Uh, there was one point. It was a funny ass moment because DMX. He's looking. He looks real healthy, man. That was the cool thing. DMX looked like he was in really good spirits. Yeah, he he's taking care of himself. Taking care of himself, man. Uh, in really good spirits. He seemed happy with life. He's about, he's engaged, about to get married. So he was just in really good spirits, which is so dope to see. And uh, so he's, he's gained some weight. He's pretty big now. And uh, th- he did, how's it going down? And after he was done performing, he goes, yeah, man, you know, back in the day when I do that song, that's when I take my shirt off for the ladies. But he was like, you, as you can see, shit's kind of different now, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think he's gonna get buff again?
0: I hope so. Start with hanging out a with video, 50. There was a video, I, got, I, mean, I gotta give Swizz Beast prosperous, man like despite all the shit that X has been going through in his life like Swizz Beatz has always been that one dude that's always been by his side yeah, held him never, down. he's never gave up on him man there was a video of him like a year or two ago of, like Swizz Beatz trying to get DMX back in the gym I think they were actually working out at out Planet Fitness mm-hmm. but it's just like it's cool to see like Swizz always be there for DMX and it's like always trying to make sure he was always in a good place or just trying to help him get back on his feet yeah real friends how many of us
1: yeah got real friends
0: um but yeah, there was a point where like he was like, yeah, man, I used to take my shirt off doing this song. And, and Snoop Dogg was like, hey, man, if we get like three million fi- like viewers in this bitch, like DMX will take his shirt off. <laughs>
1: what? Did, what did? How did DMX respond?
0: <laughs> and, and shit, Snoop, DMX was like, shit, bro. Snoop was like, I'll take my shirt off, too, if you do it. He goes, no, nah, you don't want to do that. We look like the number 10 in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is facts. That's
1: facts. That's hella funny.
0: Yeah, bro. Like DMX was just hella funny, man. And like Snoop Dogg did a good job of like, helping, making DMX feel comfortable. Yeah. Enough to, like, open up to him like that. And there was, like, a moment. It was actually a really heavy moment. Uh, Like, after one of the songs that DMX performed, he spent a little freestyle, and he started off saying, yeah, when I was 13, I was sexually abused by a 26-year-old. I didn't want to do it, but I needed some shoes. My mother used to beat me. And he was, like, getting personal. I'm like, yo. Where did that come from? I was like, I mean, it's DMX. Like, he, DMX has been through some wild shit in his life. And so when he said that, like, it kind of made me stop for a minute but like no one on social media talked about that it kind of just went over everybody's head cuz it's just DMX and i was just like Did no one else is here he said he got sexually abused at 13 years old by a 26 year old cuz he wanted some shoes
1: yeah.
0: but that's mm-hmm. just i always thought i thought that was kind of weird that no one like made that a bigger deal it Was like this guy was literally said he was sexually abused while 500,000 people are watching him do a versus in his Snoop Dogg.
1: that's one of those things that's like uh it's not Okay, for a man, to, you're supposed to like like that type of shit. Yeah, you know, but you don't really. Yeah, that's think supposed about the to be psychological cool. that yeah, it that really, has on a kid.
0: Yeah, it, it and just fucks you, and just knowing like the life and the struggles that DMX no has put went into through, it. it's just like another chapter in DMX's life. I guess how people look at it. oh, you know, DMX has always been going through some shit, so like that's nothing new. But it's like no, nah, that doesn't make any difference. Like he still went through this. He still went through this. Like that still shapes you how you feel as a kid growing up.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of niggas that like. Got similar stories like that.
0: And then so that that was kinda like a wild moment that no one really like stopped to talk about. But the, the to me, like the best moment of all these verses was when I watched DMX do slipping. Mm-hmm. you could just see like is a heavy song. Like that's a song that gets people like a lot of people through like a lot of hard times. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you're gonna slip, you're gonna fall, but you gotta get back up. And DMX is like a living embodiment of that. It's like he's fell so many times and he still gets back up. He still has that same energy and soul in his body that he's never given up. And so, like, to see him perform that, like, now in his life, knowing all the struggles he's gone through, all the trials and tribulations he's been through up to this point, and to see him make it, be happy, and be healthy, it just, like, it made me emotional watching. Cause it's like, I'm so happy for him.
1: Yeah, that's why we love him. Yeah. That's, that's why his music is so strong. Like,
0: Cause you feel the authenticity Like, You
1: know can, You know like damn This nigga really is going through it But he's still doing it Like, He's, he's still, still pushing ho- He's still fighting Yeah so like Let me keep pushing
0: Yeah so like, I always root for DMX man So just seeing him be able to do that In and, and the state that he's in now It just it was really A really dope moment for me As a fan And as a hip hop head And just as a person
1: Yeah much love Yeah much man love. So
0: I'm always rooting for the dog I'm always rooting for DMX And it was actually A lot closer battle Than people Wanted to give credit for Before it started Cause everyone thought Snoop Dogg was just gonna Blow DMX out the water
1: that's been kind of a trend with the versus. Like you they've been they've picked really good matchups.
0: Yeah. Like at first when people saw Snoop Dogg and DMX, they were like, that makes no sense. Yeah. But you,
1: you thought Snoop was gonna watch him, right?
0: Yeah, I mean Snoop the round Snoop won, because like, Snoop was winning, but DMX would play some shit that'd be like, you know what? That's not a bad that's not a bad follow up. Like that's a good for like what Snoop was playing, like, yeah, that's a good one to go with. Yeah. Like so DMX definitely held its own. I don't think it, it was I knew it wasn't gonna be a blowout and it wasn't. But it was definitely really enjoyable to see, just to see these two legends get, get their roses together and just, like, bask in each other's greatness. And, it's like, when DMX performed, Snoop like, oh, this my shit, dog!" Like, hey. He, like, he'd be doing background vocals on the mic and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Snoop was feeling it. DMX was feeling it. It was a really good all-around, like, experience.
1: Yeah, it was love. Yeah, it was I good love. mutual love. Good, good hip-hop moment.
0: Yeah. Now, we got another great hip-hop moment coming up this week, this yeah. Thursday.
1: I'm excited for it. Ross.
0: Rick Ross, the biggest boss you have ever seen thus far. Versus titty two mm. Necklace. <laughs> titty two <tomb> Necklace.
1: <laughs> 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 no, that <laughs> <I laughs> won't try to do the bus what not to do the But no, who you got? I got Let's two chains. Let's get to it. You I got, got two chains? chains. You got
0: two chains winning? Two chains. Now I'm not slapping Ross by any means. Like I know Ross has got a strong discography. I respect what he's done. But I just think two chains has done more for me in my life. I've always I've enjoyed Two Changes music more than I enjoy Rick Ross's, but that's no slaps to Ross. That's just because Two Changes been to me more commercially more commercially successful in ways that appeal to me as like a as a casual listener.
1: It's like, so are you subscribed to Viagra?
0: No, I'm not. Oh, okay. oh I get it. Yeah, because no.
1: this song oh, that one gets a buzzer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the L on that one. Yeah. We was just
0: listening to that mixtape on the way. But no,
1: I, I I respect that. But I remember when Ross first like got here, and like, like Ross I, Ross was very he was there in the formative years for me. Like all right, middle and, school to like yeah, high school, yeah when, when she was, was still baggy show. when I was still wearing I was wearing like a two X. It was like, <laughs> like like hanging off my my, my, <laughs> <laughs> my neck. Yup, in my white tee. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Like, that was
0: that era because he came out in 2006 with hustling. Hustling came out 2006, and that was a nice little introduction.
1: Yeah, man. So we decided we was gonna do a little, a little verses here. Yeah. So you know, we, we, just ten songs. We gonna we go. Gonna we gonna much. go back and forth. And, and we
0: didn't want to dig too deep into the discography. Yeah. But we, th- we 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 created our own list.
1: Yeah. We are gonna put out a little playlist too sometime this week. So. See if y'all fuck with it. Yeah.
0: We can do it right after this.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely.
0: All right. So you got you you picked ten Rick Ross songs. Yes, I sir. Picked ten ten two chain songs. So, you, you want to go first you want me to go first? You, you start it. You going to make me start it off? Yeah. All right. You know what? From the list I got, we're going to take it to the beginning. I'm going to go Duffel back Boy.
1: You going Duffel back Boy? Yeah. Okay.
0: Because, like, I feel like the, the, the first track's always got to be the tone setter.
1: Is it? Damn, I don't even know where to start. I don't, I don't want to start, like, too hard i'm gonna just, just go i'm gonna go push it the push first it? one yeah okay push it to, to the, the limit the, yeah, push yep.
0: and yeah <laughs> i and pushing i push. Yep. i
1: and all right. yeah i love that sample though that, that was that miami vibe that. Vibe. i love that scarface
0: sample okay now i don't know if i'm pu- i don't know if i'm giving it that the nine over duffel bag boy but it's a good choice Man. it's a good choice
1: Hey, yeah, Devil Bag was crazy. But it's because of Wayne verse though. It yeah, it I'm is. The, I ain't gonna give Titty Boy too much. <laughs> too much credit for that. Yeah, yeah. He was still Titty Boy then. Wayne really made the song with the hook.
0: Yeah. But he was on it. So it's gonna count. It's gonna count in the verses. Uh, okay, I could dig it. All right. All right. So the next one, I'm gonna go motherfucking right. Hey I Told that bitch gym. motherfucking right. Hey. Yeah, that was definitely like a
1: banger. It was it was one of them, uh, you know, club records.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a fun banger. Like you had a party with the homies, throw that on.
1: All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh damn! What's it? What's a good match for that one? <laughs> I'm know. gonna go BMF.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Okay. You gonna throw that early? Yeah. You gonna play that that early? Yeah. Okay. You know, well, I mean, that's Ro- def- that's got some fe- joints. Yeah, that's definitely gonna beat. That's definitely beat motherfucking right. I'll give you that one. Okay. All right. Next one, I'm going to go.
1: Are you going to put birthday song in this? I'm curious. No, We're going to see. Okay, yeah. I I was going to say.
0: I I thought about it for commercial purposes, but I'm like, quality-wise, there's better songs. So I think the next one I'm going to go is Money in the Way off of Rapper Go to the League.
1: I don't think. See, I don't even think think I'll listen to
0: that. You ever watch The Shop by LeBron? Uh, yeah. That's the theme song. Oh, okay. money up is coming down It's definitely in the way.
1: Is this like some inspirational shit? Yeah. Man, I'm going to just – I'll put a devil in a new dress this uh,
0: <laughs> You going <laughs> to pull that one out already?
1: Yeah, because i I'm. A, that's like my only feature that I got on there. Okay. But there's tons of features that I could have picked from. Okay. Her. you it know, like I, a plethora. I, I
0: got to put that feature over over Money in the Way. Yeah. But since you going to pull out the feature – I'm trying huh? to knock
1: some shit down. I'm trying to get a dub for Rosé. trying to start early, huh? Yeah, yeah come on. All let's right. go.
0: Okay, I got you. I'm going to go Mercy. Mercy? The verse for Mercy. Catch up to my campaign. Coop the color of mayonnaise. I'm drunk and high on the champagne. I'm, I'm drunk and go- high drinking champagne on the airplane. Drunk a high at the same time drinking champagne on the airplane. Spit rounds like a gun range.
1: I'm going Uh, The Devil Is a Law. It's close. That song is far, though.
0: No, it is. But I don't know. If, I think impact-wise, I think 2 chains verse like had more impact. Plus, you think of the commercial su- success of Mercy? True. And yeah. the moment in time?
1: Yeah, at this point in time... Two chains is definitely way pop way more popular than Ross, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah it is and during this is during like the uh true based on the true story. Like he was yeah. building
0: up to that run. Yeah. Yeah. So you would you give that one to Mercy? Uh I don't know though.
1: Cause once again, it's a posse cut. But hey, everything's fair in versus right.
0: Yeah. And the, and that was a fire. That's like one of the more like uh, signature verses from Two Chains. Especially nice. when it comes to guest verses.
1: Yeah, he he did spazz on that.
0: Yeah. All right. So the next one I'm gonna go with is Feds watching.
1: The Feds watching. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. It's my favorite for real beats. I
1: I'm gonna go. go
0: Fez I'm gonna go
1: magnificent. Hmm. Is that better than Feds watching though? I don't know. It's different. Two different kind of records.
0: Is I guess it's what you prefer. Yeah. You remember when Fez Watching came out?
1: I'm saving my, I'm saving my chips right now.
0: Okay, I feel like you put all your I, chips I, in the beginning.
1: No, I didn't. There's more <laughs> chips.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. I don't know if I'm, I am do not know if I'm giving Magnificent over Fez Watching.
1: Hey, it, it's a, I'm a, I'm a purist.
0: What's that <laughs> to the judges, judges. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, sorry. all right, all right, <laughs> all right. Let's see. All right, for the next one, I'm gonna go. Watch out, little bitch. Stiff on. <laughs> you getting mad? I'm getting rich. You getting mad, bitch? I'm getting rich. That was that something. That was that 2015
1: time. I'm going, I'm going to say Dice pineapples.
0: That's not being watched out.
1: Isn't, you don't think so? That's
0: not being watched out. All right.
1: I, I give you that one. I don't know, though. That's Let, too let's sharp. ask the ladies. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> the, the ladies is definitely taking
0: Dice <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, when it comes to turning up, Watch Out winning every time. Like, if we had a, if we having a party right now, I'm playing Watch Out before Dice Pineapples.
1: But if you with your shorty, you playing Dice Pineapples.
0: Maybe. That's a strong maybe. Well, I, I mean, it will make its well, way in rotation, but Watch Out will definitely come first. Okay. I'll give you that. All right. So where are we at? Uh, Let's see. I played one, two, three, four, five, six. So we're six in. Are we six in? Yeah. All right. So four Um, more to go. Yeah. Let's get it. For the next one, I'm going to go All Me. All Me? With Drake and Chains and Big Sean. Okay. I'm going to pull that feature card out. I'm
1: going super high.
0: Super high? Super high.
1: With Neo? Ah. Yo, give me the dub. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one. <laughs> yes, sir. Just because you're my friend,
1: man. We gotta, we need some feedback from y'all. We we gonna put out the playlist, and y'all gotta tell us who y'all. Out of fuck our ten team. songs, like yeah, who
0: who, who, who won the here? We right. gonna see. So that was six. So the next one I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go riot. I'm gonna start a riot. I'm gonna start a riot. Yeah.
1: I'm going mafia music.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's like that's it's getting serious now. Yeah. Now That's some that's
1: some of the best rapping that Rose got. (laughs) Like it was not playing. Yeah. That little first that three runs. Yeah. On there, Mm -hmm. or the the first three songs on that project was it? Deeper than rap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I I like when Ross in his soul bag. Yeah, that's like Ross is at his best. That's it. That's why. this may be more chill than you think. You but know?
0: I think Ross Ross has his hype tracks too.
1: He do. He got a lot. Like Teflon Don is all bangers. Yeah, literally the whole project.
0: All right, and then you ain't. Need, I don't think you even considering like the MMG shit. Uh,
1: no, nah, I didn't even. I didn't even look into any of the Ross shit.
0: Ross got that bag, too.
1: See, yeah, Remember but that's M- what that's why I'm saying Rose going to win this shit. Rose Rose bag is bigger than we think. So it's it's going to be one of those moments where it's like, it's going to be a fun-ass versus. Yeah. It is. It's, it's going to be a,
0: a good respect, like have a good time thing. Yeah. But see, you don't have that way, do you, Wale? Nah. Shawnee, can we get that way? No, I don't have that. Got all my suede shoes. I'm in a great mood. All right. <laughs> all right, next one I got, I'm going to go spend it. Spend it? Yeah. I'm riding around and I'm getting
1: it. The first Maybach music. Come on.
0: But it's spend it.
1: Then hustling. You
0: going, oh, I'm going no lie.
1: Hustling. Well, hustling my, I already said my next one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all of them though. That's all of them though. So yeah. So
0: all lie would be, no lie would be my last one.
1: I think I got it like six to four. Uh. I think I got it six to four.
0: We'll have to let the people decide.
1: Yeah, we're going to let the people decide. But I
0: feel, like I, I feel like I won. Maybe six to four. It was close. Hey. This is just the first 10.
1: Literally, there's so many verses to pick from. And I didn't, I didn't like dive deep like I wanted to. Yeah, but because
0: there was a lot, I, I originally put crack on there.
1: I could have, I could have put like.
0: I had to take crack off for money in the way.
1: Somebody lied. <laughs> I mean <ain't> a star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it, it could have got wild. I ain't even put uh, what's that shit he got with Gucci? Gucci man. Which one? It's on Teflon Don. Uh, fuck. Why can't I remember?
0: You didn't put... Oh, you didn't put Sanctified on there, either.
1: Nah. But that's that's more of a yay track. Yay like, stutter, so on there.
0: Yeah, but it's still Rock, Ross's song.
1: We gotta run that, too, mm-hmm. on the on the good speakers.
0: Whew. It's gonna be a very good verse. There's a lot... There's some 2 change features I couldn't... I didn't add, because I didn't want to just do too many features.
1: Yeah, I... Yeah, I didn't even really touch his features like that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, let me go through the classics. Mm-hmm. And Teflon Don, Deeper Than Rap, and, like, let me... Let me see.
0: Yeah, let me dive, dive into the albums. Cause he, he still got "I'm Different." He got birthday song. Low
1: key, in hindsight, I would put "Stay Scheming" over.
0: Uh, that didn't even make your cut. It,
1: I th- I deleted yeah. it off my playlist accident. <laughs> 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 but no, nah, "Stay Scheming" over "Dice Pineapples."
0: Okay, that's see, it's too late now. Cause you yeah, put, it, it is too late. Up Fuck, against, you put it up against a banger.
1: For, hey, just so for the fans, uh, "Stay Scheming" will be on the playlist just instead me. of "Dice Pineapples.
0: It's gonna be a great battle. Yeah. it's gonna be fun. I'm yeah, really man, I'm excited. It. Cause you know they they already cool as it is, so it's gonna be some good stories and good energy.
1: Yeah, lots of good music that just came out. Mm-hmm. Some good vibes. It's, we've been getting a lot of lot of rain here in Kansas City. Yeah, and it's been very mellow. And but you know, can still
0: feel the excitement in the air. You yeah. could feel it in the air tonight.
1: We hooping outside this
0: week though. So what's up with it? Yeah, we outside. It's hot. Stay
1: in the house. Tuesday is Litty. Uh,
0: shit. Anything else you want to cover, man?
1: What else?
0: Anything else you want to cover? What's going on?
1: Uh, I've been introduced to like some. I have a newfound love and respect for Trippy Red and his music. Oh, after last night, yeah. After last night, yeah. My little brother and Dom was playing some music, and I was like, "Damn, man!" Trippy Red really be singing his heart out.
0: Sometimes you need to just need that little reminder, like, "Oh shit, they did have that."
1: Yeah, it's a it's a vibe. Uh. They still I believe they still haven't arrested the cops that killed Breonna Taylor.
0: They have I heard they opened the case back up. Yeah. That's It, sh- it should just be open shut case. Yeah, it, 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 really it should be done. Yeah.
1: But uh you know, it's, it's still <laughs> still fuck racism. Fucking. Yeah. The NBA's back. Yeah, the NBA is back.
0: Actually, bro, TJ Warren dropped a 50-point game last night.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. The fucking that, uh the Rockets
0: a- and the Mavericks combined for 300 fucking points. Three hundred yeah. points, bro.
1: Yeah, that's wild.
0: They scored. A, I think the Rockets scored one hundred and fifty-two or fifty-three points, and then the Mavericks scored like one hundred and forty-seven.
1: Them niggas being hooped up. They yeah. they've been able. They got fresh legs too. Yeah. So it, it's, it's been it's some it's good it's.
0: basketball. I'm not proud of watching it, but it's happening.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> what, you, what you what else you got going on this week, Joe?
0: This week, nothing. Not nothing for real. Just working, staying busy, just trying to build, trying to build the momentum we got. I'm trying to make, yeah. continue to make, work on the moves we trying to make. Hey, be on
1: the lookout for this next showcase. She's re- we about to turn up you, for y'all. You just might be on it. Who um, knows? Uh, let's see. We're gonna be intro in our uh, podcast or yeah, our YouTube channel mm-hmm. with, we'll, the, with the uh, with the showcase. So be on the lookout for that. That'll our, be out our, in our like engineers a week are or two. The final touch on it. Yeah, you know they getting getting this right. Yeah,
0: so yeah, we'll make yeah, sure yeah, that when yeah. we roll it out to y'all, it's gonna be read books. Um
1: if y'all need some books to read.
0: I'm reading Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter by 50 Cent. Great book. Let's see. It's on. always good yeah. reading getting to the mind of 50 Cent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> a, he's a unique guy, to say the least. Yo, fifty's 50's, 50's strange. I'm reading
1: How to Be Anti Racist by Let's see. Imram X Kendi. And I'm reading uh what else am I reading? Yeah, that's pretty much it. This is it, <laughs> All right? All right, y'all. Have a blessed week.
0: It's another episode of Yada Yada Podcast, man. Thank you for listening. It's Until your, next time,
1: it's your boy Black Ivy.
0: It's the kid Joe Connell. We out.
1: Come on now, dog. Come on, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> Aha! Put your yada yada over the best part. Yes, love. <laughs>